Hey, everybody. Hello, hey, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to Game Chat, the video game book club on the internet. And we have a special show for you today. I mean, it's, it's pretty much a normal show. But today is our 300th chat. Round of love, sound effects. Chris can do oh. a post, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Okay, so, anyways, welcome to our 300 chat. Today, we are talking, is our, today is our first chat for Signs of the Sojourner. Uh, Science of Sojourner was released in May of 2020, developed and published by Echo Dog Games. Signs of the Sojourner is a narrative card game about connecting with people. Your deck is your character, reflecting your experiences and shaping your relationships. You take over your mother's store after her death, traveling to diverse locations to acquire goods for the shop. Along the way, you'll encounter optimistic stories, compassionate characters, and delightful surprises in a world where climate change has made life hard. Uh, today's intro question, very important intro question for our 300th chat. Uh, what's your favorite road trip movie? Uh, this is Franco, and... Uh, this is one time I am glad to go first because I'm I'm pretty sure there's only one choice in this in this list, but we'll see. And I get <laughs> to make it. Uh, and it has to be planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Absolute brilliant comedy, and just just very you know love the movie. It's been a while since I've seen it. I need to rewatch it. It's yeah. a good Thanksgiving film. Yes, uh, it is. it's a great Thanksgiving film. Oh, well, it is. Is it Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Well, uh, I'm going a little, uh, bit more off the wall because because I, I guess I consider, I guess I consider a road trip movie like anything where like people travel, <laughs> you know. You know, generally in a car or something, or just, um, and uh, <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite movies just because it, people tend to forget about it, and for some reason, I just I I find it hilarious. It's it's really dated at this point, but uh, Rat Race. Uh, from like the early two thousand, the comedy. Uh, two thousand one. Do either of you remember this movie? Yes, I'm having a tough time. Uh, it it was technically a remake of like an old film uh, called um, oh, what was it? It was a oh, it was a remake of the nineteen sixty three film. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I love that uh, movie. Uh. But it started, it had John Cleese, Rowan Atkinson, Whoopi Goldberg, Cuba Good Jr., John Lovitz. Uh, it, it had, it had just a huge cast, Seth Green, and, <laughs> you know, like, I just remember watching, like, 
this when I was younger, like uh, during a sleepover, and it's like, and it's just a whole bunch of just stupid, stupid humor, and and what and it's just like it's all about them, you know. They're they're in Las Vegas, and then they're like, you have to go across the country. And there's a safe with a bunch of money in it. Whoever gets to the safe first gets to keep it. And then it's just, you know, it's a rat race, you know, <laughs> and just the off the wall crazy shenanigans. I think the, the funniest thing I love about it is that I own the DVD of it. And it was and it's hilarious because you could tell this was like right at the beginning of the early 2000s when DVDs were starting to become like prominent and all the special features on the DVD are pretty much just the director and producer going, we need content for the DVD and we don't know what that means. <laughs> and one of the special features is literally just the director calling on a cell phone all the actors, just like blind calling them and saying, hey, <laughs> You want to talk a little bit? We're recording stuff for the DVD. <laughs> and it's like, oh. and you just hear like a confused Whoopi Goldberg, a confused Cubica Jr. on a phone. It's cringy and delightful. But anyways, long story short. <laughs> Rat race. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the, uh, the early DVDs. This is Chris, by the way. Oh, yeah. Just because it's like, it was such a new technology and and no one quite knew what to do with them back in the early aughts, I guess they called them. Back. Yes. Uh, they had like Easter eggs, like, yeah. but like, you could click. Uh, I love the old uh, DVD Easter eggs that you had to hunt for, especially in the, um, the star Wars sets. Um, those were always fun to find. Um, I was also going to say rat race. Um, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I could say like uh, the National Lampoon's Vacation movies. Technically, yeah. Um, but like, I barely remember anything about them, except for uh, Christmas Vacation, um, which is just like a, a classic uh, in its yeah. right. But that's yeah, yeah. You, you really can't call that a, a road trip movie. Really? Um, no, the uh, yeah, I know what you're thinking about. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was, yeah, was going it, to Wally, Wally World. Yeah, that was that was just called Vacation, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, National. I think they're all. Yeah. They also the National Lampoon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, there's another one. I mean. Maybe uh, uh, twenty-eight days later. <laughs> I could, yes, yes. I don't think I've actually seen. The, I don't. I don't do scare movies. Oh, Does twenty-eight days later is a is a zombie must. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. It's more of a thriller, I would say, than scary. Um, there's just like one or two scenes where. It's dark and the zombies are coming for you. But I mean, I would say for like a zombie movie, that is more psychological 
than anything. Wow. I mean, there are gory parts in there and everything. Um, but yeah. But before we move on, uh, this is the button I was looking for. You're probably not going to hear it uh, on your end, but it, it may come through better in the recording. But uh, this is what I was looking for, for to celebrate the 300th episode. And that's enough of that. Uh, I couldn't hear it. <laughs> Didn't get it. Yeah, it was, it was applause. So, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Note to uh, editorial staff: Let's buy Chris a Elgato. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's 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 built into the soundboard. I don't know why it doesn't come through uh, in Discord. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, it it should. I don't know if it's it's the. Ooh the sound file format or something, but yeah. Okay. Just edit me and Frank out. Oh, wow. Look at that applause. Uh, yeah. Great. That was fascinating. Oh man. That was really well done. Uh, Game chat is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Uh, <laughs> we're not. I, I uh, do <laughs> laughter too, that I could put in there. So <laughs> don't test me. Actually, that that's a real testament. Like, if we ever <laughs> do, we ever listen to our own podcast. Chris, no. we we don't know what Chris is uploading. Well, yeah, <laughs> trust is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyways, that was a that fun was a- detour. Um, so, anyways, signs of the sojourner. Um, so, uh, as we always do, we'll just start with. The basics. Um, what 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 everyone uh, played on? If they if they are playing it, well, hopefully you're playing it. This is a game where this is chat where we talk about playing a game. I'm playing on a PS4. It was the same price, just for anyone who is interested, as uh, Steam. Uh, $19.99. Actually, kind of wish I played it on PC because. Oh my! It, the font is really tough to read on the uh, you know, on the you know playing on the PS4 on the big screen in the living room. The font is yeah. really kind of there, there are sometimes yeah I can attest to that. I I played I played it on Switch, and yeah, it's like something. Oh, you you oh. have the opposite problem. Your screen's so small that font is really <laughs> well. I haven't played played it handheld mode. I've been playing on the screen with the Switch. Oh, okay, um, but. But yeah, um, I think if you're if you're quick listeners, it's on sale on Switch right now. I think, or at least it was when I bought it. And of course, you know, good old game chat luck. It was on Xbox Game Pass all of like until like last month. <laughs> then they saw our schedule. Whoop, gotta get yeah, they saw our schedule and they took it down. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, of the ten minutes that I played, it was on PC. Okay. After I got a nice, nice. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I think uh, like um, you know, Inscription or like some other games. I think you know, for the most part, you know, think controls and everything. It's it's this is all very straightforward kind of game. It's. It's here. It's a card matching game, pretty much, where there's a a starting card, 
and there's a symbol on the right, and basically you gotta just keep playing cards that match the symbol on the right, and like the other player has to do the same. And every time you, you know, depending on depending on the conversation you're having with somebody, sometimes it will require like five cards. Sometimes it's easy, so it's only three cards, and you have to be, you have to like succeed a number of times or fail a number of times. And, uh, basically, if you match the symbols along the chain, uh, that means you had a good conversation and you proceed forward. If you, at any point, you or the computer has a mismatch symbol, that means there's miscommunication. And if you get too many miscommunication fails, conversation's over and you don't. And uh, that's pretty much the, the gameplay. The the symbols on each of the cards um, all represent basically what your dialogue is, which your character is as a silent protagonist. You don't actually ever hear what your character is saying. You just hear what the NPC's responses are. Um, but like uh, so far as, as far as I've played, there's four symbols there's a you know the first two symbols you see are circle the circle represents empathetic and observant conversation um there's the triangle the triangle stands for logical and diplomatic responses um a little further in the game there's square which square represents direct and forceful and then there's the diamond, which is creative and industrious. And generally, every character you interact with will have two symbols that they are that they favor. So that's where that's where the the gameplay and strategy works, because you know. <laughs> And the frustration. I'll go into that more later. But it's like, you know, if you're talking to a character who is primarily square and diamonds, and you, you only have, have cards yeah. that are circle and triangle, you're there's screwed. no way you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna right. have a successful conversation. Um, now there are special card abilities. Each of these cards can get. Yeah, that all do different things. Um, you know, there's there's um, there's like prepare, which means uh, you get to choose what next card you draw instead of a random draw from your hand. There's observe, which means you can see your opponent's hand, so you know what they can and can't play. Um, there's like the elaborate card, which will like give you a will copy a symbol onto your card. Um, accommodate, which basically just it will accommodate. will just clone whatever the last card was played. It, it explaining it seems sounds very complicated, but it is very straightforward and it is very fast. Um, how uh, how do you guys feel about the card mechanics? From what I played, it seemed 
kind of straightforward in a way. Again, I only played a little bit of it. Uh, I did confuse myself a few times where, where I wasn't paying attention and got a, a couple black squares where uh, I didn't need to. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of hoping that uh, it gets a little more um, I don't want to say complex, but just um, or challenging, but just I guess interesting. <laughs> yeah. As I go on. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I started off, I loaded the game down and played for almost like Chris played for like ten minutes and got thoroughly confused. <laughs> I think yeah, the game needs a little little better start off tutorial because you know things were happening you know i i if, you know I, I didn't get the the matching part i thought it was i was working more on how did i want to respond to this person so i started uh-huh. playing like that like oh yeah i want to be empathetic and observant all the time so i wasn't really you know you know had it, didn't yeah. read the manual didn't read the manual uh so I was like, "Oh, what? Why is this? What are these white black boxes for?" You know, it's. Mm-hmm. So I I took a break and then um, watched somebody else start the game, and they were doing a better job of explaining the mechanics than the game was doing. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, "Oh, okay, now I got it. All right, I'm I'm with you now." So I watched them for like 15 minutes, and once I got the ball rolling, it's like, "Oh, okay, all right." Yeah, it is. It is kind of strange. It is. It is because it's like it is just matching symbols. But I will say, especially on console, I don't know if it was like that piece of but like like they always show you they're always showing you what the symbols represent. You know, like circles are always empathetic and observant. Triangles are always logical. And and I I think I think the problem for me was is I played too many RPGs. You know, I play too many Bioware RPGs, you know, where it's just like, am I going, is this my Paragon run or my Renegade Bioware. run? Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and then, but that's not how this game works. It's like, you have to build your, your deck, you know, of what you can, you know, what you can talk about. And, and like, yeah, it does. It It, it, it is. If I remember right, like the the tutorial thing, the tutorial conversation, it's like they really only ever give you like two types of cards. So it's like you don't it doesn't really. But. Yeah, but yeah, it in it. Very quickly, I think I, I've learned um, is this is very much, I think, a game where it's just like, hey, <laughs> Every interaction, you're gonna sink or swim. Yeah, and then the game's moving on regardless. Yeah, it's, it's like you get to that. What was it? The third town? What was it? The third town or the fourth town? Where you meet that one guy's a total jerk, and that's the first time you you encounter uh uh Where's... square. 
Yeah. It's like, I got no answer for you. I can't, I can't do anything with you. Yeah. And, and, and the conversation is just doomed. Yeah. Yeah. It, and then, and then like, you know, cause the whole, I well, I guess we'll, we'll kind of go into the story now. Um, the story is, as uh, you're the, you're, you playing as the protagonist. Um, we never see the protagonist's face or anything. Just see the, like a silhouette of the protagonist. And, um, from the get go, uh, your your mom, the protagonist's mom, is is kind of like you know, kind of presented as like a patriarch uh, or matriarch, I guess. You know, in in the community, in that she like ran a she was a part of a caravan, and she knew lots of people. Um, and the game kind of like. Tells you pretty fast, you know. Yeah, you start with a flashback scene. The tutorial is a flashback, and then it's, oh, your mom's dead. You're running everything now. <laughs> um, it's a Disney film. Yeah. Uh, um, but um, also we should the 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 synopsis I read at the beginning where it just says in a world where climate change has made life hard. Really, what this world is—it's—it's it's almost it's like semi-post-apocalyptic. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a Mad Max kind of like uh, you know. Yeah, it's it's like a less intense Mad Max, or mm-hmm. or I'm reminded of um, Station Eleven. If any, if either of you have ever watched Station oh. Eleven, it's an amazing show. I love it. Um, I guess it's more of a mini series, uh, <laughs> but. Um, but basically, it's like the world's not like we know it. It's kind of like a different community, kind of like Mad Max and everything. Like the cities are all kind of different. There's a new way of doing anything. But it's kind of like it's past the calamity. And now life's like found a new normal. And so like what the caravan is, is it's basically a group of vehicles traveling to city to city town to town, you know, trading and bartering and stuff. And like for a lot of communities, that's the only way they get new supplies is this trading caravan. Um, And so the main thing about the game is that you are joining the caravan to keep your mom's shop running in your in your hometown. Right. Where basically, yeah, that that your mom's shop was basically. The, the lifeblood of that town. Uh-huh. It sounds it sounds like yeah, yeah, and and then to add to kind of the ten- the tension, the caravan leader is saying they're going to cut off uh, your hometown, which is like I think it's called Barto, um, just because Barto is not it's not worth the there's no there's no return on the investment of like driving to Barto anymore. Right, that's what the, like. And so, like, that's the the instigating conflict is you have to join the caravan, get enough items to sustain the shop to keep running. And to keep um, it on the loop, right. Yeah, and the shop is kind of running by your best friend, childhood friend named Elias. Um, the caravan is run by a woman named Nadine. Um also the art all the art is like it looks like it has this like 
kind of cute, like, hand-drawn, almost like a kid's drawing kind of thing, mm-hmm. like a children's book. Um, it's, it's, and the music, if you look at screenshots of this game, it looks very delightful. Um, and then... And you meet and the characters. And then there, you meet some of the characters, and it's like, oh, uh, this is Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. Um... But um, they also recite Shakespeare plays wherever they stop. Nation <laughs> Eleven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what. It, oh, Station Eleven. I watched it months ago, and it has not left my brain ever since. I've it's, I've never seen a show where it's just stuck with me. Watch yeah. Station Eleven. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so basically that's the thing is like you, you're going to road trips, you're going to different places. Anytime you go to a place, there are new people to talk, have conversations with. And then through the conversations, you unlock things. Either you unlock items, you unlock um, other towns that will pop up on the map that you heard. It'll be like oh, you remember this place from your mother's stories. And then you also, the third thing you can unlock is uh, roads to those places. Or roads to places you've already been to. Like, sometimes you'll find, like, quicker routes and everything. Because as you go further in the game, as you start road tripping, uh, you know, as you road trip, you get, like, a calendar. There's a calendar system. Basically, when you do your caravan road trip event, you can only go 50 days of travel before it says like, oh, your van's going to fall apart. Um, And it's it's one of those things. That's how the game. There's only five trips in the game, at least to my knowledge. That's what the game's telling you. <laughs> um, And, you know, traveling to each town takes a number of days depending on how far you go Uh and and then there's kind of this gambling aspect of that how many places are you going to try to go having conversations because the more you travel the more you get what are called fatigue cards which are basically cards that nothing nothing can match to it's an automatic Um, loser (laughs) Well, yeah, that's what it turns into, because at first it's just like, oh, it just, you know, you play you play a bad card. But basically what (laughs) what you learn very quickly is if you play a card that they can't match the other the NPC can't match with like a fatigue card, that's not just like one uh, black bubble because you, you unlock white bubbles and black bubbles, like conversation determine. And some some and each each NPC will have different rating of like, oh, you need at least two white speech bubbles to have a good conversation. And you need and if you're like and you'll have like three chances to like to botch it, basically. Um but if you play a bit like of like a fatigue card or a mismatch card, that's not just one bubble. That's two bubbles because you played it. 
that means you mismatch that turn, and then it becomes the first card of the next round, which the other person's going to botch. <laughs> so it's like it is almost most of the time an instant fail if you Killer, play a fatigue yeah. card. Yeah. Um, and that's where... That's where I bel- I bel- I got frustrated. I'm starting to get frustrated. I have been frustrated <laughs> with the story. In, in that... You know, it, it's like it's a it's it's a good outcome or a bad outcome. You know, it's it's supposed to simulate a conversation kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's but, yeah. Other than what you have in your hand, there's no you. You're not really controlling the conversation at all. You're just yeah, and um, yeah, and so very early, I think in the first trip depending on what you do. It's like the first trip you could talk to a guy and the guy will pretty much tell you, Hey, ditch the caravan. Can you take me to this place? Um, and then so like, there is a choice. You could either continue down the caravan or take the guy to that place. Um, um oh, yeah, yeah. I'm bumping into him at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's it? No. Um, what was his name? Roland, Roland, Roland. Was that the disagreeable guy or, uh, there, uh, maybe. Um, hold on. Well, maybe because I cut uh, my I cut my first trip short. I Ramir, Ramir, Ramir. Uh, he's the guy with the backpack. Um, you re- you run into him at the first. Um, in. In. Uh, in Pancino. I think maybe the, it's the city after Pancino. Uh, anyways, he will try to get you to go to a um, to a town up north, and I, I was like, okay, sure, yeah, let's go up north. Let's see, like a luck, new things, you know. And then, like instantly, that was the first time I saw a new symbol. And it was like, uh oh. And I made an old lady mad at me. Um, and. Yeah, and it's like, I mean. It's a very creative concept, but it just. <laughs> I Again, I kind of blame my RPG. Dialogue, obsessive personality. <laughs> because I always want to make sure I do the I always do the good if i'm doing a paragon run i want to do all the good choices mm-hmm. you know yep um that's why it's like play out fallout 4 put in the mod that gives better <laughs> choice descriptions um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. and it it's, so it's it's frustrating when it's like <laughs> there was multiple times where or like especially playing further where I like I got through a lot of the good bubbles and I was one bubble away from ha- like having a 100 like what having a good conversation but that's a, that's another thing it's like it's it doesn't matter how many good conversation good speech bubbles you've got if you run out of the black speech bubbles it's it's you know that's it it's either it's either you pass or you fail. <laughs> and yeah. so it's like 
I could do so good for most of it and then just have a bad hand in my last turn and it blows up the entire conversation. Um, which it's like, I understand where they're kind of going from. It's like sometimes if you're having conversations with people you don't know, things can be problematic. But yeah, I, oh, we forgot about one very, very, very important mechanic that I think changes this entire game. Um, yeah, I should have I should have wrote this down. Yeah, no. Every conversation you have. It, it gives you. Options to new cards to add to your deck. Which is good, that's how you get new cards, but. You always, to my knowledge, unless I missed a very important detail and the game didn't explain it to me, you always have to take a card. Yes. And you always have to replace a card you already had. Which sucks. Because you might have a really good yes. hand going and you're like, I gotta get rid of one of these cards. Yes, exactly. And, like, so... <sighs> And, and you're, and and you're like, trying to maintain a balance because, you know, you, you can't get uh -huh. overloaded with one symbol, you know, or certain cards. And it's like, I got to, you know, yeah, got to keep my options open. Uh, well, I guess once you make the circuit and visit all the towns, then, you know, all the people. So you can almost kind of oh. anticipate what cards you got to you're going to need. Is that true? Yes and no. Because it, it's again, I <laughs> I don't know if I'm playing the game right at this oh, point. Okay. It's frustrating me. So I'm on. I I just finished my third trip, um, out of the five, um, and so when you start your second trip, that's when you start getting like a little more focused quests of like, oh, this character's looking for this item. And you need to be back in town by this time. Um, or, you know, oh, this like or this guy gives you a lead about, oh, this there's something that's very important at this place, you know. And so that gives you a little more direction because you don't have to stick with the caravan. You can always go wherever you want. Uh, right, but if you do leave the caravan, Nadine, the leader of the caravan, will yell at you. Um, <laughs> and you got to deal with her. But. But that's, you know, eventually you'll get to the first the first handful of places you go are all circle and triangle cards. Like, that's pretty much it. And then you'll find, you know, certain places which are like all triangle and squares. And just because you have to take a card and replace your deck and replace is when you're in the parts of the map that are all for each person, each conversation you're talking to is all triangle and squares. It doesn't matter what strategy. All of a sudden you don't have any circles in your deck at all. Right. <laughs> Which it's like, okay, okay, you know, that's fine. That's the mechanic, but you always have to return home. That's the whole point of the game is you're bringing supplies back home. And then when you go back home, you have to talk to your best friend, Elias, who's running the store. 
Guess what Elias only uses? <laughs> right. Circles. circles. And so I did this whole game where I was trying to appease all these new people I was finding in these new locations to get new items. And now I, my character can't have a conversation with their best friend and the best friend's mad at me. Right. And I'm like, what? Like, narratively, how how does that make sense? Like, is it just because you were traveling so far and now you don't? I, I don't know. It just it, it bugs me because I don't like conflict in real life. I want everyone to get along. And oh, so totally. When, yeah, totally with you. When you show me I only have one friend in this weird Mad Max world and then they hate me. And it's and it's the fact that it wasn't my fault. I think that's the thing. It's we have no control because you have no control because you only get cards by who you talk to. And you have to take a card, which the they they justify that in the story in that sense, like you learned from this experience, but what did you forget? And I don't know. I just it's a very interesting concept, but it's 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 frustrating me. <laughs> Cause, yeah, it needed, I I was hoping maybe along the way it doesn't sound like it, but along the way you can expand up to you know you you always have to have what is it ten cards in your yeah. Deck? So you're all you're trying you're doing this constant balancing act, trying to anticipate or just be have enough of each type that you can you got your co- bases covered depending upon you who you're you're talking to. Yeah, you know, well, all the specialty cards for duplicates and. Well, and even stuff. then, it's it's because of just the combinations. I mean, I'm hoping eventually, like, because eventually you do unlock cards that will have like two symbols on either side. So it's like it basically it turns more into like a wild card, mm-hmm. um, and there's one. And that so that match helps any symbol, yeah, yeah, and and so that helps. But then, but again, it's like if you are missing or don't have a lot of one particular symbol, oh, or yeah, or it. if in my case, it's like I ended up not getting a symbol on on like the correct side. Right. Like I had like, like I had diamond cards, but all the diamonds were only on the right side side. or the right hand side. Yeah. And so where, and then that, where that turns up is like, I could play cards off of their card, but then the NPCs couldn't play off my cards. And so then, and so then the NPCs failed the conversation for me. Right. Um, and, <laughs> and I mean, and again, I mean, I guess that kind of adds to like, you're in this weird post-apocalyptic Mad Max world where people don't trust each other. <laughs> but then they also kind of tell you, some characters will kind of tell you it's like that you, that they're like, don't try to appease everybody. Like they tell you that. Which sounds like it's like they want you to fail some conversations, you know? Mm-hmm. But then... <laughs> I, I'm, I, like I, I said, still, I'm... I, I still haven't figured out uh, at what point do you lose cards or, you know, it seems like some of the cards were changing before I even got a chance to pick. It's like if you 
I'm not sure if you lose a conversation, do you end up swapping cards with that? Oh, does that person take your cards? That no, one, no. That shuffled back or something like that? No, you always... I, I think depending on how the conversation goes, you have more options okay. of what card. But basically, what card you have to add to your deck is basically it's a card from the NPC's deck. Okay. Um, so, because it's basically you're 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 learning from how it's like the idea is you're learning from how they communicate. So if they only communicate through triangles and squares, you're only they're only ever going to offer you cards. Right. Now, what's this, the whole placeholder scheme? I I, I kind of get it, but I don't understand what it means, actually. You know? Um, if you get four in a row? Oh, okay. You link the four, up. Okay, yeah. That's, that's, that's called an accord. Which, so, if you match four symbols in a row, um... Basically, that's a that's basically your 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 uh, lifeline. Basically, you can play any card after that, and it will save you from failing that round. Um, but it, it's not a guaranteed like victory, you know, because. Uh, it's, it's it's kind of visual. Um, if you you reach an accord, which means that the little, the little silver bracket will appear on a card, um, and basically, whatever card you can play, whatever card after that, um, whether it matches or it doesn't. But whenever if it basically it'll save you from a mismatch symbol. Um, so in some cases it could save you, but other times it will just, you know, delay the inevitable. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, uh, and then there's the, a special card called the accommodate card, which you get at the very beginning of the game, which basically just clones the last card played, which at first glance, you're like, Hey, if I just have a bunch of accommodate cards, I could talk to anybody. No. Because <laughs> each card, you know, has a symbol on its left side and a symbol on its right side. and But the goal is to always match the next right and left, you know? And so if they play a, you know, circle triangle... You can't play an accommodate card because the accommodate card will turn into a circle triangle, and a circle and a triangle won't. It's very visual, so it's, I'm not sure yeah. if anyone listening will grasp it. But so it, it really the accommodate cards really don't help all that much, um, and yeah, it's just I don't know. It, it's interesting because they they try to tell you don't you don't have to appease everybody. But then at the same time, you really only unlock things uh, by having good conversations, yeah. by right. accommodating. Um, now, I, I do know, even if you fail a conversation and they mentioned a road or a place, 
those will still unlock. But from at least from what I've seen now, is the only way to get items back to your store, which again, that's the whole right. purpose the of the game. Is to have a successful conversation. Is to have a successful conversation. Right. Um, but then, also, you run into some characters because, lest you forget, this is a post-apocalyptic world. That I ran into offering. one character. Right. Well, I ran into one character who, like, the first conversation I had, I, I failed it. And so, in the second trip, I talked to her again, had a good conversation, and, and she's talking about being like, you know, you got to be careful out here, blah, 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 blah. You can't trust everyone who's smiling. You know, you don't need to have, like, again, it was like that whole, like, you don't have to talk to everybody. You don't have to have good conversations with anybody. <laughs> and then you have a successful conversation with her, and she says, let this be a lesson. And then she stole my item and ran away. <laughs> and I didn't have the item. And then, and then all the other characters... In that air, in that town, were afraid to talk to me because they have were like, "Oh yeah, no, it's bad luck if you get stolen." Or and it was. Oh god. <laughs> and it was, and it was just like, and, I mean, you. I learned from talking to somebody, and I did get some extra items from talking to other people in that town after that happened. But, and then they did like give me a new location where they said this is where she generally holds up. But to go to that place, I had to leave. I would have to had leave leave the caravan, caravan. Right. and indeed the caravan leader had just chewed me out for ditching the caravan last time. And so I stayed with the caravan. And I'm like, I'll go to that place later. And then I see a thing in my calendar where it says, "You didn't get to the desert oasis in time, so she's gone." It was just like, what do you, what do you want me to do? Well, yeah, I'm getting I mixed that, signals. Because, yeah, I just, re- you know, realized A, it takes more than one day to travel from one place mm-hmm. to another. So the days are clicking off on your cal- calendar, which builds up fatigue. Yeah. Um, but also, the calendar doesn't look like, you know, you come back to town after the first day and you reunite with some people and, you know, all of a sudden you start getting your 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 quest items stacking up for you. Oh yeah, if you're out here, get pick pick up this for me. Or if you're out there, pick up this for yeah. me, right? But uh-huh. the calendar doesn't really present that well, I don't think. So not, it's kinda... not yeah, not what you need. The calendar will show you where things are happening. Yeah. Um and so yeah, at the start of the second trip, you're told about a cook off where there's a special kind of vinegar that a guy in your hometown would like. And then and then Elias, your best friend, is going to perform like he's a road a, show. He needs he a wants musical instrument from someplace else, right? Yes. And so in my second trip, uh, I could, I don't, I have no idea who you talked to to get an instrument. Because <laughs> I didn't find one. Um, I found the vinegar guy. He has like a two conversation quest. I think, but he had a symbol. I never, he was the one first people, first person I ran into that diamond. So I failed those conversations because I didn't have no diamond cards. Uh, And, um, and then because I didn't have any items, um, I was like, well, 
let me try a couple other places to see if I can get there. And then that's when I understood the calendar system. And like, it's kind of hard to see, but when you play the game and you're on the map, the date that's in a black square, that's how long it will take to get there. Ah. So I did not realize that. So I started driving to a place and then all of a sudden my calendar jumped to day 50 and said, oh, you're out of time. Head back home. And so because it jumped to day 50, I had missed Elias's roadshow thing. And so then there's like a whole little like thing where it's like. He's sad you didn't come see his roadshow performance or get him an instrument. Yeah, because sometimes he said, and, and they they show they do do a whole full screen graphic of him playing a sad recorder, and there's actually a sad recorder playing. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you make me feel like a terrible person. Oh my god. So. Oh, because yeah, it, it seems like part of the mechanics is if you make people in the hometown happy, because like the first. But I, I think I had a good relationship with Elias, and he actually, on his own, found some items for the shop to yeah. sell. Mm-hmm. So it's like I got to keep. Yeah, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I got to keep him happy because he'll be able to add items to the shop to sell. You know, uh, because I picked up a painting, I think, on the first day, and yeah. it, it, it didn't sell. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, and and so then, yeah, like I I feel the same way, but then. Like, I'm about to start my, my fourth trip, and, like, all my cards are triangle squares and diamonds. I have no circles. And so I can't have a conversation with anybody in my hometown. <laughs> you know? Right. It's going to go somewhere. And, and so part of me is, like, it took me forever to get all these other symbols. So do I just not talk to anybody and just go straight to those places, you know? It's an option. Don't talk to anybody at home. You don't have to so, talk to them. But then it's like, yeah, but at the same time, it's like they give you items and sometimes, sometimes yeah. they don't. So or that's, like, yeah, that's a strategy, though. If you, if you, I guess you can. I mean, there is. How do you get to the, uh, like the, the menu part from inside the game? Is it like the start button or because? Yeah. I would like to check, like, if you're going to go to a place, check out the place, see what cards you need, and then. You know, and then you can decide whether or not. Hey, you talk I don't think you can see the on. map from the start menu or from okay. the menu. That's it was worth. Yeah, you know, you can one you can other, look yeah. up characters if you've ran if you've ran into anybody, whether you talk to them or not, they'll show up. Like you have profiles for each character. Um, Lord, yeah. that's like three pages of of question marks. But yeah, it's like boy, there are a lot of characters oh. in this game. Oh yeah, and. And that's another thing is like is, is you know you're given some of these quests and everything, but there's also this ongoing storyline of like you trying to figure out who your mother was, you know, and like you know you like you like characters will say things about like, oh well you know your mother didn't get along with this gang, and you're like wait there's a gang. Wait, right. my mother fought gangsters? What? <laughs> you know, and, or, you know, there's a secret organization called The Circle, 
and you know, or that she was a part of, and you know, there's this whole MacGuffin about like your mother's locket, and you know, and so there's there's all the story stuff about your mother that I'm intrigued by, but again, if you don't talk to the right people or succeed in the conversations, you don't learn anything. Um, you know, and I, again, there's this like weird thing talked about the the Rikers gang. You know, they control everything uh, in this from this one town. And, you know, and like the caravan leader keeps saying you need to stick with the caravan to get the most items for your shop or your shop's going to die. And then you have other characters saying, you know, well, the caravan leader never liked your mother. So why do you need to stick with the caravan? So it's like it's this weird. And then at the same time. The game says there's only five trips. I'm already about to start the fourth one and things are going terrible. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm getting the impression that this is one of those games where you're not you're not going to learn everything in one playthrough. Um, unless something happens once you reach a fi- the fifth trip. But I don't I don't know. It's like it's just such it's so weird. The first hour I played of this game when I was first learning it and I was like talking to the people for the first time and learning how to play the card game. And I was appreciating the art and the music. And I'm like, this game makes me happy. I play a couple more hours today. And I am. Rage quitting (laughs) because I can't have any good conversations with anybody. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, I can I can get that. Yeah, at first, I mean, like like I said, I played like for like ten minutes and like I had to stop because it's like again it starts. God, some of these. I wish there was you know like an I don't know an easy mode or something like explain what just happened. Yeah. Yeah. It does all these things and blah blah blah. Where'd my cards go? What happened? <laughs> I end up playing this game. I th- I feel like a, a senior citizen sitting down at a casino playing poker. You know, it's like <laughs> what I lost all my money. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I I don't know. It's like part of me was kind of hoping we'd have this chat, and I'd learn. I was playing the game wrong the entire time. That's kind of what I was secretly hoping. <laughs> but I I think I am playing it right. It's just a game where it's just like, well, <laughs> it's, you know, ones and zeros, yes or no, pass, fail. That's it. <laughs> you're either going to get your information or you're not. Try the next round, you know. Which I feel like it takes me out of the actual narrative that they're trying yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. the, you know, like the synopsis says, it's a narrative card game about connecting with people and reflecting your experiences and shaping relationships. And it's like, I want to do that, but then <laughs> if they're if they're not going to listen to anything I ever say whether I have a card or not, because again, it's a card game. So there's a sense of, there's a, 
there's a randomness to it a little bit of like what cards you're going to draw. Like you could have all the cards to have a good conversation, but if you get them in the wrong hand, it doesn't matter because it's a card game. Which I think that's frustrates me because having conversations is not a card game. The whole point of conversations is that you adapt on the fly and can learn and talk and, you know. <laughs> I could be empathetic without having empathy cards. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm ranting a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> no, no, I understand. Go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to say, just get it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm ho- I'm hoping it turns around. Um, I mean, it probably also doesn't help. Um, just coming off of a card game and coming back into a, a new card game. That's that's true. <laughs> we went from a very obtuse card game with inscription, and I feel like we went to the other side of. We just did a. It's now obtuse in the opposite direction. <laughs> um, but I, okay, I will say this. There is a silver lining. There is a silver lining because I think starting in the third trip, starting in the third trip, you meet a character. And this character travels with you. It is your companion. And this character is named Thunder. And he is a good doggy boy. And <laughs> you could have conversations with him. And the best thing about conversations with Thunder the dog is that you can't fail them. Because uh. all the dog cards are are universal. So they'll match with any card. No, <laughs> and, <true>. so, <laughs> and so you just talk to him and he just goes bark, 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 bark. Woof, woof. And, and like his little cartoon like moves and barks and stuff. And um, and like depending on one time I talked to him on the road and he got rid of a fatigue card for me because I felt rejuvenated after talking to Thunder. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it's a good boy. And and then another time he gave me an item. I think it was garbage, but he gave me an item that I could put in the shop. Something happens at the start of trip four which we'll talk about next time but 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 i was like but hey he gave me an item so it's like that is a silver lining there is a dog that you can talk to and it will always succeed i think unless you play fatigue cards because nothing matches with fatigue cards don't play a fatigue card with thunder he'll get sad (laughs) i don't know why you would but i do love that there is a dog who makes everything better. That's it's awesome. Been so, and it's been so long since we played a game, a game chat where there's been a good boy. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> so that gives you, Chris, incentive to play the game more. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, any other closing thoughts? Rants? Yeah, I, I think we covered it. Cool. Um, right. So um, <laughs> that was our three hazards chat. 
Sorry, it was me ranting. <laughs> but thank you all, listeners. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, thank everyone for you know joining us for 300 chats. I haven't been here for all 300. I don't think Chris, have you been here since the beginning? Yeah. Started with episode or chat one. Wow. Yeah. But I haven't yeah. made every single one of them, but yeah. I think I... I don't know. I'm sure I joined probably at least of the, you know, the tail end of the first hundred, I would hope. I don't remember. Uh, anyways. Uh, thanks again for listening. Thanks for chatting with us. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about si- Signs of the Sojourner again. Hopefully we'll have some more people uh, to chat. Um, uh, and if you want to chat with us, you know, we have our Discord. Um, you know, we're always active there. If you want to play the game and ask questions, you can email us your questions. Um, you know, uh, you can reach us on all the socials. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Find us on all the podcast places. Uh, you can email us at chat with us at thegamechat.net or uh, send us pictures of dogs at not enough dogs at thegamechat.net. Send us pictures of dogs or at least uh, do do like some others do and just join our discord. We have a we have a dog channel. We have a dog chat in our discord where people yeah. just post pictures of dogs. Just come join us and do that. We appreciate it. Um, so yeah, come back next week where we'll be finishing our chat on signs of the sojourner. And until then, thanks for listening and we'll chat at you later. Happy 300th chat. <laughs> Bye.